All right, we're live. Woohoo! Yay! Hi, everyone. What up? <sighs> Welcome back. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday night. No, 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 on the west side. Oh, <laughs> remix. You are now listening to Totally Judged. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to. It's been a it's been a feisty week. It's been a loving week. It was Valentine's Day Tuesday. If you did something great, if you didn't, here's my take on Valentine's Day. Here it is. I see so many people post. They're like, I hate Valentine's Day. I hate this. It's so blah, blah, blah. You know what? You don't have to give your energy to a boyfriend, to a girlfriend, to a husband, to a wife, to whatever it is. Give it to your mom. Give it to your freaking grandma. Give it to your neighbor. The lady at Publix that's like six years old and wants to probably be home doing nothing, but she's working. Give your love to that person. You know? Mm. I never thought about it like that. People are like, I hate this day. I'm single. Blah, blah, blah. It's not about giving it to your loved one. Give your love to someone that you care about or that you wish you could like someone that maybe needs a little extra love today. A yeah. cousin that you never talked to that is like super lonely today. Yeah, that is a good way. If you are single and you don't have somebody to share that with, then that's yeah. a good way to go to buy your mom it. some flowers. Jesus, it's not that hard. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awesome. I feel like people would really appreciate that if, like, yes. they didn't have, like, if it was just, like, a really good friend, you know? Um, a friend. Literally, go give your friend gifts if you don't have a loved one because you... What? I'm li- Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm like... For those of you who obviously can't hear my headset, I'm like hearing like a little like ding, ding, and then my <laughs> intro starts playing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, bad. I forgot to <laughs> Okay, off of Valentine's Day. I hope you had a great one. If you did it, now you know for next year, go give a friend a gift, go get somebody else a gift that you love. Um, all right. Oh my God. Back to the headspace. The effing Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I never watched the Super Bowl. I just, I don't know. I can never last through the whole thing. I get too tired. Now that I have a baby, I'm like, gives me an excuse not to watch it, right? So um, I most importantly stayed awake for this one because my girl Riri was performing. I have to, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about this. One, I don't give it. I don't care who won the game and to the team that did. Can freaking congratulations. It was a great game. They paid both teams played their ass off. Literally played their ass off. It was like inch and nail. And when um when it was a time, I was like, here come the, like the best commercials, and then she's gonna perform. She came out, she slayed, and she performed. Then after the Super Bowl, immediately I'm seeing all this crazy shit all over the internet. That was a weak performance. What the hell? That's not what we expected. I wish she did more. I It was just horrible. And I'm like, <sighs> don't be talking about my girl like that. Seriously, though. What did you think about it when you watched it? So I haven't, the whole world hasn't seen Rihanna perform in so long. I think it's at least been a year. 
Um, so when I saw it, I was excited just because it's Rihanna because we haven't seen her. And she started off with all of her, like she has hits after hits after hits after like there, there's not really one song from Rihanna that maybe that didn't shine as much as other songs. Like she's always just been great and amazing. So when I saw it, I really enjoyed it because one, I saw that she was pregnant Two, it was fire hits. And she I think that she did as much as she felt comfortable doing. That was my opinion. So excuse me when people are like oh she should have did more she should have been like more crazier she should have brought out a special guest yada 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 it's like okay like she's she's been out here for so long she has all these banging ass hits she sang all of them she had 13 minutes i don't know if you know that they have 13 minutes to perform that's it not like a minute late nothing 13 minutes flat so when i saw it i loved it i think she did great i think she did great with the time that she had and whether she lip synced or not, it was fire. Now, maybe that's a little bit like more my opinion because I love her so much, right? Like if Meg Thee Stallion was to perform, I'd be like, yeah, no, I don't like this. My opinion on it is Rihanna, obviously a legend. Obviously. She's a legend. Her voice is beautiful. She's like, you know, she's legendary, you know, and to do the the whole Super Bowl halftime show by yourself. Usually Big. people that guess. That's huge. Yeah. What I will say, like, even though it was really impressive, it wasn't that entertaining to me. Like top you know, notch. It, like it didn't like. It, it seemed like really like fast paced. Like as soon as I was getting into a song, she switched to another song. Yeah. And it was like it was mostly choreography. Like, it was a was, lot of dancing and not yeah. on her behalf, like all the other dancers. Yeah. It was kind of their show, even though she was singing it. But more so, like, I was looking at those marshmallow things the entire show. <laughs> I love Rihanna. I love you. Girl. You're beautiful. And I would you're I would marry you. But I was watching them the whole time because they were like they were like getting crunk. They were dancing their butts off and they were looking good. Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's not Rihanna. I need to be watching her because she's obviously the main main attraction here. Yeah. And it wasn't there. I'm just thinking about like halftime shows. Like, if you if you think about like the performance, like it was a great performance, and yeah. like if you just think about it from that aspect, yes, it was amazing. It was impressive. There's not a lot of people. Only her can have that kind of performance. But if you compare it to other halftime shows, this is not the best. The last one, one was fire. I the think last the last one, one, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Yeah, Dre Day. Right? Like that whole thing was. Oh my god, my ring stuck yeah. my pants. Oh no. <laughs> I ripped it. <laughs> but yeah, Dre Day. That was like the best. Yeah. And then there's Prince. Have you seen that one? Prince, I'm not even a fan of Prince, but that was like a whole moment. He was playing Purple Rain in the rain. You're not a fan of. Uh, Pran. You're not a fan of Prince? Nah. And Michael Jackson? Like, those three is, like, crazy. So, like, comparing her to, like, those, like... Yeah. It doesn't... It's not really, like, up to par, in my opinion. Yeah. But it is... It was, Screw like, Screw your opinion. I'm just <laughs> and, like, she was, like, trying to be sexy. Yeah. And she's pregnant. It's she also like, sponsored weird. her own makeup during the halftime show. Yeah, it was for money. Yeah. That's, that's how she... Here? Oh. That's how she, she like... She wasn't getting paid for the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody gets paid from, like, what I found out. Um, I heard somebody Damn, say that, should... like, nobody gets paid for the Super Bowl. So. She was making her money off of the Fenty. 
That's yeah. a, that's a makeup and like yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Another thing Hannah I want to touch base on is that supposedly it wasn't recorded. I don't know if you guys saw it. She did the uh, Luminati symbol during, like I think it was I, as soon as the cameras were about to go off of her, she did it. And I've seen TikToks and I've seen it all over Instagram. If you guys know what I'm talking about, say something. And everyone is saying the way that she performed. So she's on top, right? And then all mm. the other, um, I don't even, like those things that they were hanging off of. I don't even know what you would call them. Yeah. Lined up to be a pyramid. Mm. And I was like, whoa. Well, her last song was Shine Bright Like a Diamond. So it kind of makes sense. That's what and I would she's think. she's like, uh, well, who is she signed to? Like the... Uh, was it Rock Nation or whatever? And that's I like think she thing. she was signed to Rock Nation. And also, if you notice, a lot of people with Rock Nation, they wear those rings that have a star on it. And most of the people that have died, like Juice World, uh, Pop Smoke, people like that, and mm. even Nipsey, they all wore those rings that had the uh, star on it. Mm. Creepy. Creepy stuff. Very creepy. Um, pause. So it was it was in the contract basically. You're not you're not talking into the mic at all. Uh, I have to learn how to on my computer how to take off the thing for it to like not phase off. Oh, now like log you out. Yeah. Um, okay, so Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, it was a very eventful week, weekend. And the fact that she's pregnant, oh my god. What'd you guys do for Valentine's Day? Um, we I took off for work. <laughs> <laughs> I took wow, off that, a that work. That would have been a great idea for me. I took off a of work and uh you should have taken off of work. Yeah. I'm now a promoter of taking off of work. <laughs> if you can. Um Sorry, I was reading. Um, I took off of work. We went to Maggiano's. It's an Italian restaurant. Mm. It's not like super authentic, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We went there. And then I, it's. Oh, I could put you onto like an authentic. It's like a, an Italian family like moved. Don't. Here, and it was like. Don't get my hopes up it's or in down. It's in Riverview. It's super authentic. I mean. I'll be the judge of it. I honestly don't know the difference, but the fa- <laughs> they're Italian. It's like a family-owned. Do you know the so, name of it? I don't, I don't know. I remember exactly where it is, though. I can, okay. I can Except send me it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. We went out to dinner, and then we came home. We smoked some hookah. I'm a big fan of hookah. Hookie dookie. <laughs> Especially after you're done eating, smoking a hookah is like, <sighs> it's like, uh, I can like, uh, I don't know. I love it so much. What did you, you do? Just relax. Um, you and Chelsea. We we just hung out really. Um, Chelsea wanted to stay home, but I was like, oh, I want to like go out. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, okay, like whatever would make you happy. Um, so we went out to the sushi place to get some sushi. That was like our plan to like order sushi and like stay home and like watch Aww. a movie. Um, but I was like, no, I want to like do something. It's like Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, She's so- crying inside. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I was I was like, well, why don't we just go and get the food? And yeah. then I was like, well, now that we're here, let's go inside. <laughs> it was like slowly, we just like went inside. <laughs> She's hating like, you every single moment of this. Shout out like, to Chelsea, you came through. 
No, I don't think she hates me. Um, <laughs> I, I have to say that or else I'll like start believing that. With jokes like that, it's like, it'll, it'll be like. Chelsea loves you. <laughs> I'll start to believe it for real. The, those jokes like that, like really like seep in. They hit too deep. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, sorry. Just... I, have to, I have to pause your thing. I keep forgetting. I haven't even told the camera. If you see me looking away, it's because right now I'm on live. If you haven't went on Instagram yet, go to Totally Judge Podcast. That's yeah. the ad name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of the whole thing. Totally Judge Podcast. And then you'll be able to see my real Instagram of my actual life on there. It's juicy. Juicy. So that's good that you had a good um, balance. So did you guys, so did you actually eat yeah, we, at the restaurant or did yeah, you come back it, home? It's like, it's like a spot that we have that like, we like go get like sushi and stuff. Yeah. I think it's like owned by like this Asian couple. Ooh. Um, and it's oh, like, like a little, really... little like authentic little mom and pop type shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, cute. We, we didn't even get sushi. We ordered like other stuff. We got like some <laughs> orange chicken and like, it was fire though. It was fun. And then Good. we came back home and just, um, just hung out. Like she watched like her show and I was like yeah. playing a game. We were just hanging out together, being around each other. Yeah. Real chill. Well, the way that we, the, what, how we think about Valentine's Day is yeah. like, we do those kinds of things. It's like every other week is Valentine's Day for us. <coughs> we hang out and do stuff for each other all the time. You okay? Oh my goodness. It went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> can, can you, you want me to get some water? No. Okay. That would make it worse. I had like the like the smallest, <laughs> the smallest drop oh, it'd be, of it'd be like It would be like a drop. Yeah. Like it, it, like, it would feel like it's going to kill you. Okay. <laughs> I'm freaking sweating. We're good. Sorry. <laughs> oh um, God. <laughs> I'm glad you're that would okay. be a way to just go. Oh, that'd be the the worst. We'd go viral. We. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking about yourself now, Swiss? Damn it! I'm obvious. thinking about your family, <laughs> your daughter. <laughs> go fun <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, like we, we it, it's not like it was like another day for us. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to like do something special. Um, but we were like, you know, it's, it's just like a regular day. Yeah. You Did know, you guys like, do the whole gift exchange or is it not really that no, big to you guys? Budget, so. <sighs> Hashtag spending all my money at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Get paid tomorrow. Yeah. That's good. I saw this video and it and it um I don't know, you guys let me know what you think. Should women get men gifts on Valentine's Day or is it men only getting women gifts on Valentine's Day? And I'm like, okay, let me just let me just put my input on this real fast. One, I think women are loyalty, but I also think men have a sense of need of of love and appreciation shown a certain way. Right. So. The whole Valentine's Day, like, it's a day where you're supposed to show your love and affection, yada, yada. I don't really think anyone gives a flying F if you give your man a gift and your man gives you a gift or if it's, like, the other way around. I'm just like, dude, just get the person that you love a freaking gift. There's no, like, oh, I'm getting my man a gift. And then you get roasted for it. It's like, mm. It doesn't even matter. It's a, it's a sign of love and it's, a like, a way to just... Makes one happy. I love gifts. Like, gifts make me extremely excited. Yeah. Why would you want to share that with somebody else? Yeah. Like, if you love somebody, like, show that however you can, you know? Even if it's, like, candy, soda. Like, for Patrick, I got 
for Patrick, I got him a new sketchbook because he's been drawing like crazy. And I got him some candy, new pens, new pencils, and a soda. He was excited. What's up with... I don't want to say like generalize and say women because it's yeah. not all women. But there's like women that's like it's like they're against like making their man happy, you know, or like vice versa. Like if you if you like for a man to like show their woman that they love them, like yeah. it's simping, you know. And yeah, that word goes loving. deep, honestly. And I think the more social media explodes the more this is going to happen i think women really really shit on men and they don't understand what it's like to be a man Mm. i saw this video whoever's watching whoever's watching if you ever find it please send it to me and this this lady did an experience where she she was a man like full-fledged looked like one act like one for like a year a month i can't remember the exact time frame and she ended up actually killing herself She couldn't take how it felt to be a man and how she was treated. And she actually ended up committing suicide. That's insane. Because I guess the whole like people depending on her for stuff and and the way that she was treated and all these things as a man looking like a man doing things as a man. She she couldn't even handle it more than being a woman. And she ended up killing herself. So I see a lot of videos of like how guys think what guys go through what they like don't talk about at all. Mm -hmm. And when you think about a woman like girls are always saying like how they feel what they want all this stuff. But I think men a lot of time don't speak up for themselves because they just want to do what makes you happy. And so yeah I think I think that whole thing is just dumb. Yeah. And I feel like there's I really don't know because I don't surround myself with people that like have bad characteristics about themselves. Right. Um, when it comes to like their relationships. Um but my strawberries. <laughs> it seems like there's more women that are entitled in the relationships that they have with men mm-hmm. versus men who have toxic behavior. It, it, it feels like like I, I see more of uh, women being entitled more than um, that. Maybe that's just like my algorithm on social media. No, no, stuff, no. It's definitely that's, a real that's thing. What I see. It's definitely a real thing. Yeah, that's that's that. The <laughs> 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 that's a deep conversation. That's a deep conversation. But we'll save that for another time because I'd like to I'd like to get. A lot of questions for men and then woman mm. and then see the difference in our opinions and how we think. Mm. That, that's, that's good. S- send us some questions. Um, go to totallyjudge.com or totallyjudgepodcast.com. And then on the top left, you'll see like those three lines. Click on that and then go to um, Q's for G. Yeah. Send us and, some shit. Yeah. S- send us, you know, stuff like put in like the subject or whatever, like. For twist or for G or like for men for women or whatever. Like yeah. Whenever we have guests, like we can, we can do that. So that'll us, be a good one. Send us some questions. Um, today I wanted to bring up a real, a real different conversations for those of you who don't have kids. Chime in, and for those of you who do, grab your tea, grab your blanket, grab your tissues. 
And let's let's just get into it. One of the things that I wanted to discuss today, and I can't wait to hear everyone's opinions and things that you have to say and feedback on it is kids, babies, children, teenagers, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. So I was also going to say call them. <laughs> and I think I said call it um, whatever, whatever title you want to put on it. Right. I have a two year old. For those of you who don't know and didn't listen to the intro yet, which if you haven't, go back to it. I have a two-year-old and she is, oh my God, she's crazy. She's insane, but she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, right? And I took, I took a couple, I don't know, I took a couple weekends to like really sit down and ask people and ask my close friends and ask myself. What are some things that really have changed in my life after having a child and before having a child? So I really wanted to dive deep a little bit into this conversation and I don't know, get the ball going. You can hear how it how it is to be a mom for me. You can hear how it's how it's like how a dad even gets through it because it's not just my opinions and the things that I go through. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about first off to start this conversation is when you find out you're pregnant, me, I did not expect to be pregnant. And in in the time that you find out that you're pregnant, it's a crazy, for me, it's a little blurry, but I remember so much mentally when I found out I was pregnant. It felt like, like if someone had me on a cliff with like a rope and I had like a matter of time to figure out like what I was going to do, that was me personally. Like I felt so... Like, oh, my God, what do I do? Like, when when do I start? When do I not start? I have no idea what to even bother doing. So when I found out I was pregnant, I knew I was not ready. Like, I was mentally, emotionally, financially. There's other words that I could use and I can't think of them. I knew I was not ready. But, but I knew what I was doing and I knew the consequences to it, right? So I knew that eventually this moment would happen and it happened when I was least expecting it. So I really, really took the time that I that I did and I went through each and every single scenario in my head as to what if I can't have another child again? Like, let's say I get an abortion, whether you guys are pro whatever anti. I thought in my head is like, okay, if I have an abortion, let's just say, right? What if I never, ever can have a child again? Like, what if this was like the only thing that can come out of me? Whoa. And I got rid of it. Whoa. Right? Like just you, blew my mind. You just, you, your chances of it are just gone. So that went through my head, right? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Literally, Fuck me. And I don't even know where this... I, I I never saw in the video. No one ever told me. I just... I took birth control. Fun fact. When I, I started taking it when I was like 13, 14. It's really young. And I don't, I don't know if it's something the doctor told me or if it's something that I came up with. But I knew that the longer you take birth control, you can have side effects where pregnancy may be hard or like having a kid may be hard. And that stuck in my head. I don't even know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. So when I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what if she doesn't come out like the way I expected it? What if I have what if I have issues? What if I never have a kid again? And it was 
it was super deep. So anyways. That's horrific. Getting off a track here. I immediately was like, I'm having her. I'm having the baby. I knew what I was doing. I knew the consequences. I want my life to change and I want to start now. So fast forward. I had a dog. I found out I was pregnant. My dog was emotionally like just draining. And I... Tell me about it. This guy over here. It was it was so rough. So, so I eventually ended up, you know, giving birth and everything. My life was not the same. Not the same again. And I'm going to tell you why. When you think you're ready for things, you're not ready for things. When you think you're ready to meet your new boss, when you think you're ready to start a new job, when you think you're, you're ready to buy a new car, you're never actually ready. Ever. Or just me. I don't know. And I, I, I was 23. 22? 23. I'm bad at counting. I still wanted to go out. I still wanted to just literally get dressed, grab my car keys, and go out to dinner. I just wanted to go out to restaurants. I wanted to just do things. And when it really hit me, I was like, fuck. Like, now we have to get the baby ready. We have to make sure that she's not in a cranky mood. We have to prepare that she's going to shit and piss everywhere. We have to do all these things. And it sounds like I'm, I don't I don't mean to complain. It's all the beauties of life, right? And the negatives, positives, whatever you want to call it. But it's not as simple as just picking up and going anymore. You have to like literally plan this shit out. If you want to go out to a restaurant, you got to plan it out around her nap time, her feeding time, if you're breastfeeding, if you're not. And it was like, shit. Friends would call, family would call. Hey, we're going to go out and do this. Mm, well, her bedtime's around like eight. So I know if I go out, can't really stay that long. I got to pack all of this stuff. I don't really feel well. And then you end up not doing it. Then you end up not really going anywhere the first couple months. And it becomes so, it becomes so new because you're not in the world anymore. You're in your own world, in your own house or wherever you're staying with a child, by yourself, with your husband, with your boyfriend, co-parenting. Like that's your new that's your new world for a hot minute. <sighs> well, how, how does that make you feel whenever you're like experiencing that? Like, um, like is it alone? Like- That's how I felt. I felt really alone. And when I when I get, I'm sweating, <sighs> getting, getting nervous talking about my child. <laughs> um, when when I think about it, I I remember feeling alone. It didn't matter that. My husband, my fiance, husband, whatever you want to call him at time. It didn't matter that he was there. It didn't matter that I had a child. I felt so alone. Like no one, if you have a child, this can happen to you. When you when you have a baby, all your your old friends, even some family, you will never see again. You will just not see them again. They won't check up on you. They know that you can't go out as freely. And they they just know that you're busy, right? I lost really good friends. I thought they were friends. I lost some family that because I wasn't as crazy, I wasn't going out all the time, I wasn't having like get-togethers in my house, I never heard from them, never got a gift, never got a congratulations, nothing. 
So you can really feel like, oh my God, no one is here besides me and this baby. Which sounds beautiful, right? Mm. But at a young age, everyone, for me, everyone met so much to me. My friends met so much to me. My family met so much with me. Like, going out and, like, being social meant so much to me. And then it just it quit. And canceled. It it's all gone. Yeah. I, I can see how that could be depressing in a way. Right. Like, going from being completely surrounded with people that you think love you and that are there for you, like, no matter what. And then all of a sudden, it's like... You have this new person in your life that you have to take care of. And then it's like you're there by yourself. Yeah. Like, And of course, my daughter, she's going to obviously like, mom, you're the, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. But in those moments, it's like she's just shit and piss and eating. <laughs> she don't give a shit. <laughs> she's just she's just there. Um, she's just there living her best life. So anyways, that part, everything is just crazy about that. So. Fast forward a little bit. Emotionally, you can be really freaking drained out. You mm-hmm. can be drained out because you're not having that social life anymore. You, um, I don't know, you kind of lose your, you lose your social life, even in yourself a little bit. For me, I found it was really hard to have conversations with people because I wasn't out doing stuff. I wasn't really, I wasn't on my phone too much. So it's like I felt, I felt like an alien to the world when I was talking to people. How so? Um, I felt I felt like because I was inside so much, there was things I was missing out on life, like events or like I there, just anything. I when I would speak to people, I didn't have any. It was just like like I was hoping they would ask me questions about my baby because that I uh, knew, like yeah. those I was familiar with that. But like anything else, I was like, "How's your day? Great." Yeah, and then it was it. I feel like there's, I feel like uh, you still have friends now that you hang out with and, and and stuff. Like, like you still have friends that would ask you, like, how your family is and stuff yeah. like that right now. Right. right. Um, Not it, as many. Like, it went from, like, at least a solid 10. And when I see 10, like, 10 people that are actually texting me every so often before I got pregnant. Now it's literally, like, two. One. Yeah, I honestly think that you have a lot of people that you're cool with. And then as your life goes on, like you realize what a true friend is. Yeah. And like people are really lucky to have one or two. Shout out to Fatima. (laughs) (laughs) And like those people that are in your life and that talk to you and that reach out to you and that actually whenever you talk to them, they actually ask about you. And like, like when they're like, hey, how are you? Like, it's not just like a. A, a small talk kind of thing. They really care about how you are. Right. And they really care about your well-being and where you're at in your life and how they can help you in your life. Those are the true friends. Yeah. And the other people were just like, maybe you were just hanging out. Like after you cut alcohol, they're like hanging out or whatever the case may be out of your life. Then so they go along with that thing. Right. You know, th- those are people that are just like in your life for the moment. And you know, they, they have their purpose and like you still, you know, love them from a distance. Yeah. But, you know, it just goes to show like it, it really shows you who's really there for you or not. I, he- I heard somebody say once, like, if you want to find out who your true friends are, ask them to Get help pregnant. you move. No, <laughs> no, ask them to help you move. Straight and up. And wh- whoever will will be like, yo, I'm there like no matter what. Yeah. That's your friend. Straight up. Damn. 
to go back on like this whole thing because now I'm I'm like, wait, what? Everything that I just said, hopefully it all made sense. <laughs> you have to remember, I was 22, 23, right? I don't know if your brain is like fully ready for baby and and diapers and financial this and and emotionally this. Mine. Oh, <laughs> mine was not. I was not. I was not there. I didn't know how to do it. So it was all as I go. Mm-hmm. And it was new. I just it was all new. So anyways, that's some deep shit. The other thing that's mad deep about having a child is being financially there when I tell you, if you aren't breastfeeding and you have to go out and buy this formula, goddamn, <laughs> goddamn, a small can is $17. That lasted me what felt like two days. Probably lasted me a week, but it felt like two days. So that's $17, right? The diapers, let alone, my child went through a lot of, like, a lot of diapers, pooping, peeing, like, 24-7. Diapers, depending on what you buy, they're about 28, 28 bucks for a bag of like 15, 20, I think. You're buying this weekly. That's not counting the food that you're also buying, depending on how old they are. Obviously, if they're still doing breast milk or formula, whatever the case may be. And then once they start getting older, you have another mouth to feed. As much as you may eat, your boyfriend, whoever it is in the household may eat on top of your child, right? Then... Not to even mention, your child has to go to the doctors after you give birth, like numerous times. Who's paying for that insurance? Do you have insurance? Do you have the money to provide to make sure your child goes and gets a checkup? What if after you gave birth, the child has some issues going on? That is a lot of money. When a baby is really tiny and you have to go to the hospital, it is a shit ton of money. Oh, shit. Not type of shit that you can just go outside real quick and make in like a couple hours and then that's it. It's like, I think I'm sweating thinking about this. (laughs) It is so much money. So when you have when you have to switch gears from only taking care of yourself, right? Only doing the bare minimum for your household, your rent, even if you're not paying rent for wherever you live at the your cell phone, the cool things that you like doing, maybe the new Klarna payment that you just got for all your sheen clothes that's like $50 every two weeks that you have to put money towards. When you have to go from that and then you're spending like hundreds, 200, 300, holy shit, you better be ready. (laughs) Better be ready because that baby's not going to wait for you to go to the store and get new diapers. That baby is not going to wait for you to go get food. That baby's going to sit there and scream in your ear and take shits. And do whatever it wants to do while you're thinking. So, my advice and my people's advice that I've got is that once more, you cannot be ready for the situation. You can think that you're ready. You can try and be ready. The best thing that you can do, take a deep breath. Take one step at a time. <laughs> Literally, I know I sounded like so like hyped and like exhausted, but take a deep breath figure out a plan and you'll be just fine do you think it's worth it having a kid yeah would you do it again i would do it again 
Now, in the situation I'm in right now, absolutely not. Like, I'm extremely overwhelmed with everything in my own life mentally. I I wouldn't be happy with the thought of the love that I would need to give and would want to give. It's not it's not the love that I that I know is me. It would be a forced not a forced love. I don't want to say it like that. It just what it it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like a happy love in my head because of everything that I'm like going through. But that love that you're talking about, have you given that to your daughter? Absolutely. One of the things that I saw in this video, right? Is that when a child comes up to you and wants to play with you and some people just hand off a tablet, they hand off a phone like go play, right? If you take that away from them, guess what they're going to want? They're going to want to play. Eventually, they're not going to want to play with themselves. They're going to want you to go play. So now that I'm not giving her phone, giving her tablet, giving her this, I have to be more hands on with her because she's like, oh, you want me to play? Best believe you're going to play with me. So it's like, ah, shit. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I had a free time, but now I don't. No, I, when, when you, when people say, oh, like you'll fall in love, yada, yada. I would do anything on this planet, which I have already and continue to do what will continue to do just for my daughter. No one else. I love my husband. I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my, gra- I love all of you. But my daughter, oh my gosh. Like even seeing her fall. I get pissed off. And I'm like, start hitting the couch. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, why'd you do that? Not to her, to the couch or whatever, whatever decided to make her fall. She's my sweet, precious angel. And I want to keep her inside of a box. So nothing yeah. happens to her. My love <laughs> for get, her is a, crazy. You get a mama bear mode. Yes. Like. <laughs> I don't want like the moment anyone messes with her gut. Bail me out. All of you. Bail me. Bail me. Husband, you better have that money ready. Bail me out of jail <laughs> because I will go to jail for her. I love her so much and she's taught me a lot about patience that I still don't have, but I'm working on it. She's taught me patience. She's taught me real true love. Like as, as much as she is, <clears throat> she's a little gremlin. <laughs> when I look at her and she, when she says, oh my gosh, it's like, that's me. I did that. Like that is literally, she's my opportunity to be better than what I was. Mm. So, I don't know. I think I'm losing track a shit ton of times in this video. We're just flowing through shit. Because when I think of a child, I have so much to say. I have so many feelings. I have so many everything. And it can get it can get real lovey-dovey or it can get like this little shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I love through, her so much. Through all the, the stuff that you go through that stresses you out, that makes you feel like socially... Mentally, I feel like I'm like 35. Yeah, it's like it it stresses you out. Like it gives you gray hair. But through all of that, it's a really big blessing because you have this person that literally you carry for nine months. Yeah. And that is here now. And that you look into her eyes and it's like, I can see myself in your eyes. And it's like this little person. She doesn't know what I'm going through. Yeah. But she knows that I'm literally just the best thing that's ever happened to her. And when I think about it like that, it makes me extremely happy. Because what, like, if I was looking at myself in the mirror, right, I can feel my pain. I can see my pain. I can see everything that's going on. But when she looks at me, she's like, dude, you're my rock star. That's how I think. That's or she's so just looking cool. at me like, I can't wait to slap you later or something. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to pull your hair. So when, when you have a child, you have to remember. I always tell people this when they're really depressed. 
you are the best thing that has ever happened to that child without that child knowing. And eventually they'll say that, you know, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. For right now, they're not going to say anything. They're just going to beg you for things and take all your money. But eventually... They'll figure it out in in their late 20s. Like, you're the (laughs) best thing that has ever happened to that child. Little do they know, and they will tell you eventually one day. Yeah. Have you seen that show? uh, What what is it? Uh, Gina Gina and Georgia? I have. I didn't watch the new season, though. No? There's a lot. The new season, like, the... They're like Loki, both teenagers in, in like some parts of it. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like BFF teenagers type. Yeah. Like there's the 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 main actors, mm-hmm. Gina and Georgia, like there's they have monologues that are like so insanely good. Yeah. Like they're they're so good at acting. But I don't want to like spoil it for you. But there's like some. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but there, there was something that that. uh. Like she just really the in the newer season, mm-hmm. you'll see like the love that a mother has for their child. Yeah. And like like the the links that somebody will go through for their children is like crazy. Insane. And you know, it's like there's like a scene where they're like in the car and they have like a conversation. I'll let, let you uh experience that scene yourself. But like she really goes into depth about like how she feels about like her kids mm-hmm. and like it's it's insane like and i feel like it really captured like the moment of like what you're talking about like love if anybody misses love is like, hard love is not gonna be all butterflies and sunshines and my daughter will know that she will know my type of love for her i will be very strict with you but i also i like i'll have i'll have that very clear like this is mom being strict but you know that it's it's strictly because I love you. And and as much as you may be angry at me at that time, even at, she's two. I take her toys away. I'm like the worst person she's ever met in her freaking life. But she gets over it and she realizes like, oh, maybe that toy probably hurt me. And then she doesn't touch that toy again. But it's, uh, this sounds corny, but it's, it's a lot of the things when you speak about love, sometimes you have to be real straight up and honest with your child even if it goes deep with like your own life and shit, you have to just keep that communication really clear, not tell them everything that you're going through because there's a mom and daughter, son and whatever you want to I think that you, ha- you can't share everything with your kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your kids be like, mom, I have my own issues, please. Don't tell me yours, mom. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you about parenting. Sure. Um, so you've been a parent ever since you were a parent and, um, like, what would be, like, some do's and don'ts? Like, what is, like, something that you learn, like, about parenting? Like, The mom guilt is real. Mom guilt? Mom guilt. What is that? So, when you have a child, oh, this one, this one gets real deep. When you have a child, mom guilt is, like, a little bit after I gave birth, I really needed some space. I needed space from baby. I just needed me time. The guilt that I felt from asking for a break was I felt really bad. I felt like I was like neglecting her. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. I've, I've heard about I that. Felt like a, I felt like people were judging me. I felt really, really, really bad. And I've got this from other people too when I wanted to speak about this topic. The mom guilt is just if you go on vacation, even a little bit after you gave birth or whatever, you feel so bad for having someone to have to watch your child. Yeah. And you think about it all day long. 
Is it like, have you lost sleep? Like when, whenever like you guys first like. Yeah, they're like, oh, now you can sleep in. And I'm like, I'm waking up at like 630 wondering where my child is. And like, (laughs) I'm still on vacation. Yeah. It's real deep. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard of like, like in the first like few months. Yeah. Of like bringing the child home like from the hospital or whatever. And like, it's like they lose sleep because like they can't leave the baby's side. I didn't eat that well when I came home. I felt really bad from not giving her attention. There was a lot of things that I didn't do because I felt I felt so horrible yeah. if I did it for myself. That's yeah. that's a don't don't feel mom guilt. Give <laughs> your baby off to someone. There was this conversation really goes deep. I went through a lot of postpartum depression, which no one speaks about. And hopefully we can keep that for maybe a late night session. Postpartum depression was the craziest, scariest thing that I've ever went through in my entire life. And. Uh, yeah, anyways, one thing, good advice that I would give you is you have to remember, once again, you are the best thing in that child's eye. And even if you you have a child, you're the best thing in their eye. If you're planning on having a child, you have to remember that no matter what you do, no matter the positive, the negative, you have someone that's always watching you. Always. And they will carry that with them. There becomes a time, if you can even think about yourself, there comes a time where you start remembering things that your mom did, your grandma did, of fights in your house. I remember fights in my own house, even as a kid. So there's going to be things that they remember that you have to keep on the back of your head. Like, I don't want this trait to be passed down. Yeah. And also, this really sucks. But no matter, like, how perfect you want to raise your kid, like, there's going to be something that's going to mess your kid up. Always it, something. It's, it's inevitable. They're going to do their own path. At the <laughs> every, end of the day, every advice I'm giving out right now, they're they're going to shit on it one day. <laughs> She'll be like, Mom, you're dumb. I'm like, everything was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, there's always like some way that like your kid, like everybody has their thing, you mm-hmm. know, everybody has their flaws and like, you're going to mess up your kids. I've just heard that like from, and it's just inevitable. And you you're going to mess up your kids. You can't beat yourself <laughs> up about that. No. And I've heard about parents that felt like they really messed it up and like they feel bad, but everybody does that with all of their kids. Yeah. Because- just how your kids are trying to figure out life and like that maybe they're figuring out stuff for the first time. Like you're probably in your 20s, like maybe maybe you're even a teenager. Um, or, That's some crazy shit. And God yeah. bless you. Yeah. I knew people that were like in high school that had kids and like, you know, them trying to raise kids and stuff. It's like you're still trying to figure out life, you know, you're, even like in your 30s. 40s, oh, my God. Like, you're just not even starting. Yeah, like everybody's just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So you can't beat yourself up if you did like some kind of mistake or felt like you could have done something better. Like you just have to like brush it off and like keep moving forward. And everybody can evolve and, you know, change for the better if you just try your best every single day. Yeah. That's the only thing that you can do. You can just try your best when it comes to parenting, you know, working on your own trauma. So that way you can be a better example for your kids. Anything. Yeah, when you have a kid, you have to work on yourself at the same time of raising another child. And that's something I'm struggling. I'm still trying to work on myself and the fact that I have I have a baby that's right next to me every single day, ready to go, ready to rumble, ready to take on the day. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. I just woke up. Give me some time to like get my brain straight. Let me think about what I want to do today, how I want to approach this day. But they're like ready to go. And um, yeah, truth, truth be told that. Truth be told, when I was younger, I used to think that my parents, they didn't feel like 
they like they didn't get upset. Like be, there was a certain age in my head where my parents were like invincible because they were adults. Mm. So I didn't yeah. I didn't think that they like cried or they got like they got upset. I knew they they got angry because they've been in arguments, but I didn't think they actually like felt things because yeah. they were an adult. Yeah. And then the the older I got, I'm like, oh my God, they are just as human as I am. And they're yeah. definitely struggling inside. I don't know where that thought came about, but I thought they were like invincible. And I'm like, wow, they're they I don't know if they hit it really well or what the case may be, but even when you get older, if you ever look at your parents, they're still figuring this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. That never stops. Never stops. Babies, God bless you. Babies are amazing. Babies are the craziest thing. If you just need to like a little a little change in life, pop a baby. <laughs> if you need some adventure. You know? Just go and have a baby. If you took anything from this conversation, it is to take it one day at a time. Don't stress your, stress yourself out. Don't underplay yourself. You better be really ready for this. Um, but take it one day at a time. Ask for help. Oh my God, ask for help. Don't hold all your issues, things that you need. Just ask for help. Ask for, if you need money for diapers, freaking ask someone. Yeah, ask somebody to babysit so that way you and your significant other can go on a date because the health of your relationship will benefit your kid. Yeah. Like, don't show them a fake love. Yeah, people people don't realize that. Oh, stop on I'm clipping. People don't oh, realize that the health of your relationship is the security of your kid. Yeah. Like, your kid's self image is tied to how well their mom and dad is talking to each other. Yeah. You know, if if like your mom and dad are arguing, like when the kid, like the kid's gonna be like, like scared, or like they'll be uh turned to one or the other instead of like, oh, this is my mom and dad, like they're both gonna like help me, you know? Yeah. And then that's gonna set an example for whenever they grow up, like how a the kind of man that a woman, whenever she grows up, will be attracted toward is a. A direct reflection of the father, yeah, and vice versa. Preach it. Like the uh, the way that a man will treat a woman is yeah. based off of how he sees his mom being treated growing up. Especially if you don't have a mom or dad in the picture when you're when you're being like adult. I mean, a kid to an adult. It, yeah, it's it's that's deep. exactly what I'm saying. Like like the I, most of the people that the guys that. I've seen growing up when they grow up and they only had a mom in the house, they 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 sleep around. They have a bunch of kids with, with different women. Yeah. And, you know, like everybody has their own lifestyle and stuff. But I, I really see a correlation between sleeping around and having like a bunch of different relationships and, you know, treating women a certain way. Yeah. It's a direct correlation to how their life was growing up. And how the relationship literally of, a reflection. Yeah, they're just going based off what they know. Yeah, and then what they've wanted to, unfortunately, self teach, self yeah, so. self self taught, self teach. So that, that's why I think it's important to take care of your relationship because, yeah. um, I think it should be God first, and then the marriage, and then the kids. That should be the priority because without the parents like being secure then that'll create an insecurity in the kid. And if the kid's most important, then you, gotta, you guys got to take care of yourselves. 
Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my two cents. But I'm also not a parent. So what do I know? Honestly, you sounds like you're at least in the right direction of, <laughs> of how you would handle it. <laughs> Be my babysitter. Tyler's going to be a freaking genius listening to you. She'd be like, you know what, mom? I've had enough of your stuff. <laughs> I have something to tell you now. Oh, gosh. Oh, you know what's so funny? I was just thinking about uh, Chelsea. How like Chelsea, she works like with kids like in the, at church. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about um, when we were in um, uh, Chicago. And like Chelsea was like playing with your daughter. She was like oh, drawing she and stuff. Oh, she loved it. Hi, Levy was super, super happy. It was so... I do remember that. <laughs> she got so along funny. with her like so chill. Yeah. And then like she got an attitude with Chelsea and like threw the... <laughs> she threw the notepad. No, she, she did was like, not. I don't want to draw with you anymore. <laughs> it was so funny. Hi, Levy. <laughs> what did she do? What did Chelsea, Chelsea... do? She she was like trying to draw on the thing with her, and uh-huh. she was like she took it away and then like threw it on the ground. And the Chelsea oh. was like, "Oh, Miss Attitude!" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out it to was you, Chelsea. So funny. Damn, <laughs> you see a lot of shit. Gosh, it was a good memory though. That was funny. I wish she does stuff like that. I'm like, oh my god, did I teach her to do that? But like, no, I didn't freaking teach my daughter to just throw things. Aww. <laughs> I never knew that happened. Oh, oh gosh. All right. Back down to earth here. I love you guys so much. I love all of you out there. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I know every single episode is like, what in the fuck is she saying? <laughs> but it all just listen to it. It all t- ties down to what we go through. My nose is like. Are you sinuses? Yeah. Um, it all ties down to what what you go through, how you see things, how you feel, nervousness, words, words that don't make sense. <laughs> um, I love all of you. This podcast was a pleasure. It can go really, really deep. I would be here for like four hours talking about children. Y'all don't want that. You definitely don't want that. In the meantime, before we say anything else, I want to give a shout out. Listen to this shit. We got we got a long list here. We have people from Texas, pretty much all of Florida. When I mean all of Florida, I mean from the top of Florida to the bottom of Florida Whoa. of listeners. We have California, Las Vegas, Alabama, Philly, Jersey, Chicago. First of all, those are all those, those are all my peeps out there. Those are all my and I when That's I say crazy. these states, like. There's like multiple people and multiple groups all in that freaking state listening. We um, are Belgium. Bel- Belgium. Belgium. I love you guys. Um, we have 12 new listeners from over there. Wow. That's awesome. 12. Hopefully it's not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where else do we have? Oh, we have Oklahoma, Kansas. Can you imagine like one person with 12 computers? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We have just about, oh, Washington and Washington, oh, D.C., nice. because those are two different places. Oh, <laughs> east and west. So ju- <laughs> <laughs> just about everyone out there is listening. Shout out to the world. Shout out to the world. <laughs> I just I can't believe that we have listeners. And I, I really want to hear from you guys as much as you obviously for now love hearing from me. 
send us a message. Totallyjudgepodcast.com. Go follow us on Instagram where every single Friday we're dropping these videos. We're dropping the podcast. We be out on these streets every Friday. Start your morning right. Way to work. Way to go see your boot thing. Late at night when you have nothing else to do but listen to some dumbasses on a podcast. That's me. Um, just tune in, enjoy, soak in what what's happening. Listen, listen with your eyes closed. That's how I honestly I enjoy my podcast more is when I listen to them with my eyes closed. Yeah, go to sleep listening to this podcast. Wake up to our voices, and then throughout the day, also listen to us. <laughs> honestly, if they go to sleep listening to us, what if they say like our names in the middle of sleep and they're like married to someone or like, they're like Giovanna <laughs> Twist? Whoa, <laughs> they're like. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're talking about My two podcast. <laughs> um, do you have anything to say to us? Um, we appreciate y'all, and we want to just create the best experience uh, at, for the podcast for you guys, and add as much value as possible. And we would love to to talk to you guys, and we'll have segments where we are answering questions and stuff, and. Um, be on the lookout. Um, also follow us on uh, social media on YouTube. If you like this video and if you like this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube, like, share, leave a comment. You know, Ooh. tell us tell us crazy baby stories. You know, Ooh, how'd have, you get pregnant? Oh, how'd you get pre- pregnant? How'd, how'd you, you find out? How, how'd you get somebody else pregnant? Ooh. Like, tell us all the juicy stories. Help us with the algorithm. Help us go up, and then. Yeah, follow us on IG. I also wanted social. to mention something real fast. I know we said in the last video, you guys, this is this is new for us still. We're in episode five or six. I can't remember. Six, I it feels like this is episode two for me. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets it's an inch closer new. to like a starting to feel like episode three. And then like sometimes I go back to it feels like episode two. But this is so new for us. Everything that we say, we try and really keep it not like pinpoint. We really want to feel like you guys are listening to a real conversation from from us, which it is real as shit. But this is new for us and we love you guys. We appreciate you listening and we hope that you enjoy these things because we're just going to keep rolling them out every Friday. Yep. Um, Have a great weekend. Tomorrow you were not promised. So when you go to sleep tonight, say you're sorry to someone that needs to hear that you're sorry or say sorry to yourself for being so harsh on your on your mental health for the decisions that you decided to make, for the boundaries that you decided to set for yourself, don't don't apologize for that. It's You deserve it. You deserve your own title. You deserve to be loved in the way that you love um, others. And yeah, remember that you could not, unfortunately, be here tomorrow. It's fucked up to say, but it's truth. Yeah, so love people while you're here. Yeah. And love yourself. Yeah, kiss yourself on the forehead. <laughs> Good night, self. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 